0: Hey everyone, this is Dad the GM. I'm welcoming you once again to What the Dice. This week's episode is episode 74. That's right, my friends, 74. We are only 26 episodes away from episode 100. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WhatTheDicePod. Check out our website, whatthedice.weebly.com, and play with all those linky buttons that I've got on there, because you can find all sorts of really cool stuff. So, this episode is a two-parter. It's a dream sequence, and my original plan was to get it all in one episode. But it got too good, and it had to be put into a part two. So this is episode 74, part one. I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode of What the Dice. As we look around the campsite, we notice that the air has a strange chill to it. The once warm fire seems to give off a little bit more warmth, putting us in this dulled sense where we can hear the water. The storyteller looks at us, slowly opening his strange tone as a strange cloud starts to fill the air. Me friends, sometimes, the dreamscape is more real than the actual physical world. Our deepest thoughts reach out and give us clues to what goes on around us, and gods speak to us. Sit back, rest, and hear me tell. As he slowly closes the book, We feel our body drift off to sleep. So it is after the first night, or after the first date, uh, you finished your first day on the Murdoch, and you have bunked down for the night. What is your normal thing before going to bed? Do you have any... Rituals or anything like that?
1: Well, Faye usually likes to um, make a cup of tea or something to kind of wind down and uh, stretch. um, Tend to any injuries or anything. Make sure that any recovering injuries are being appropriately exercised and stretched. Or iced or whatever. And then um, she writes. She has a personal journal that she keeps uh, everything... For the day, any secrets she's learned, any work she's done, any odd occurrences, uh, she makes note of it. And it is in uh, her personal cipher.
0: And you still have the book of your god.
1: The one I got from the library, yes.
0: Yes, the one you absconded with. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... As you are writing in your own personal cipher, you start to feel an urge to open up the book of your god.
1: Okay, that's actually something I will note and then do so.
0: As you open up the book of your god, you find his mask sitting there. So the solid black mask with the small white stripe on it seems to have appeared out of nowhere.
1: Interesting. Um, I'm talented, so I'm going to reach over with my other hand and make a note of that in my personal book.
0: Okay. Are you going to do anything with the mask?
1: Reach out and touch it.
0: As you touch it, you have this burning urge to put it on.
1: Ambidextrous, so um, make a note and put it on.
0: As you put it on, you almost feel like you've entered into a dreamscape. Around you is a sky that is clear where you can see every star, even the galaxy bands are clear. As you look around, you are in a field of short grass, and there is nothing around. As you stare around and try to get your bearings, you start to notice three doors shimmer. They are archway doors, kind of like a stoneway door, with simple wood doors on them.
1: I approach them and see if there's anything written or carved on them, anything that gives me any clue what they are. I might even walk around behind them and see if I notice anything behind them.
0: As you continue to go through and look them over, they are just doors. You walk from one side to the other. It is a door, as if the building itself had been removed. One of the things you notice is that on each door, there is a symbol. On one door, you see the symbol of Day. On another door, you see the symbol of Desna. And on the last one, is just a simple cog or gear, whichever you would interpret it as.
1: Am I correct in assuming that these represent my new party members?
0: You can assume such, yes.
1: All right, I'm gonna check the hinges and figure out which way these doors open.
0: As you look around and begin to study and look for hinges, you hear a deep but gentle voice behind you. Now that you have worn the mask, it seems it is time for us to speak.
1: Getting awful tired of being snuck up on. All right, I'll turn around.
0: As you turn around, you see a male figure standing much taller than you. And his face is covered with the mask of your god. And I don't know how to pronounce the name of your god, so it's one of those, like... Nor'gorber. Nor'gorber. This is going to be a fun episode to do. You see the mask of Nor'gorber standing there. I will bow. He gives you a slight bow back, and he slowly walks towards the doors. You see... I've known for quite a while that your path has been etched out in the sand. He continues to move from door to door. And, shall we say, a friend of mine believes that you need to step in now. It seems as if the champions that have been picked are missing the darker element. I know you do not stand in the darkness as one seeking blood but you know that in the darkness friends can be made
1: all things must be in balance yes
0: he nods but i know of your past and i feel as if it is only fair if someone who knows of knowledge should have some knowledge to help them understand what they're dealing with. I have spoken to my friends, and I've spoken to my allies, and we all agree, you should see before you decide on staying or going. These doors represent their past. As he walks past you, he places his hand on your shoulder, Keep to the shadows and be safe. As he turns to walk away, he slowly fades from existence, leaving you in those three doors.
1: I did not anticipate going through everyone's past like this. Are they dreaming to, oh, no, no. Okay. Um, Start on the left.
0: So the door with the gear. As you look for, look closer, you notice that the door handle is unlocked. Twisting it and pushing it open, the world quickly changes around you. You see two short creatures with what looks like rifles on their back chatting with others. It seems as if they are speaking of business or as family as they are pointing at books and scrolls. There's a explosion sound and then two fade from existence. As they do, one of the four starts to get a little taller and begins to darken in color as the other three begin to lighten. The room changes again. You are now in a great hall. What looks like the manner of a great and powerful man. You see the figures sitting around a table. You can feel sadness in the room. As you look around, you see a casket and then a second casket. There is a strange sound and things change again. You are now standing on a bustling dock. Near the water, a steamboat stands ready and you see three figures. Two of a light gray and one of a dark gray. It seems as if they are having some kind of argument or heated discussion. The darker one turns and starts to move away you watch as it seems as if the boat is being loaded as the two lighter gray figures step on board there's a massive explosion that even seems to shake your bones in the corner of your eye you see that dark gray figure grow taller still and his dark gray becomes a solid black with just the slightest red giving him shape. Things change once again. And you are on the back of a carriage. Across from you, a small white silhouette sitting there as it bumps down the road. A few moments pass and you are back where you started the cogged door slowly closes and slowly fades from existence
1: all right i guess the one that was in the middle and is on the left again
0: so you have the what would be like the symbol of a a star sword and one of a butterfly that you have left Would you also give me a perception check?
1: A 16.
0: With a 16, you notice that in the distance, some of the, sh- some of the uh, stars are slowly fading away. Or what was once a, a beautiful sky with plenty of stars there's some stars slowly fading out. And you also notice that that light white figure that you were in the cart with is now standing, facing what looks like a mountain that is starting to grow.
1: I'm going to guess they haven't noticed me.
0: Nope. They, Based on training that you would have had, You would recognize it as it is someone that is standing ready, like weapon is drawn but not aimed, but they are at the ready. And they are facing the growing mountain.
1: Do I feel like it's any kind of threat or just some symbolism?
0: It feels more like symbolism.
1: I'm going to step over to whichever door had been in the middle.
0: Okay. So you are looking at a door with the symbol of Desna, so a intricately designed butterfly. Are you going to enter this one? Yep, let's go. As you push the door open, the door frame slowly sinks away and trees start to sprout around you. You can hear the sound of a river and the chatter of catfolk in the distance. Looking around, you just see a bright white silhouette sitting up in a tree. As you study them, they seem to be looking towards you, but almost past you. They seem to leap down with unnatural agility and begin to bound around like a child chasing a butterfly. As they bound around, you start to notice that each time they seem to catch the butterfly, they grow and become a little bit more humanoid. Then you start to see them standing taller, moving faster. Soon you see a gate seemingly form from nowhere. As you take a look around you, you are standing in the center of an old village. Other silhouettes of different shades of gray are waving goodbye as this brilliantly white light turns and starts to walk through the gate. At their feet, it seems as if butterflies are creating the pathway that they follow. Soon your vision fades and you are back on that plane. And in front of you stands that brilliantly white silhouette And it also seems to draw some form of weapon and stand at the ready. Perception check. 15. You notice the mountain is standing taller. It almost gives the presence of some type of warrior in a heavy cloak. More stars have gone out and some have even started to turn red the plane that you look at looks like it is starting to die except for where the two silhouettes stand.
1: Alright, let's face the final door.
0: Facing the final door, it doesn't even give you a moment to even reach out. The symbol of Iomade begins to flash white, almost blinding you until you feel the bitter cold of a northern mountain looking around you can hear the sounds of weapons clanking perception check
1: another 14 or sorry another 15.
0: looking out across what is below you you see a training ground a training ground for warriors or people who want to become armed fighters you can see different auras of different color from brilliant white to darkest night all training together all fighting together but what catches your attention is the warmth that something is dripping across your foot what would you like to do?
1: look down and see what's going across my foot
0: As you look down, you see something red flowing down. It's not flowing as like blood would flow, but almost like heated wax. Wax that is to the point of a boiling temperature, keeping its fluid state in the bitterest of colds. And it seems to be coming from up the stairs and behind a door.
1: I'm going to follow the wax um, upwards through the door, to the source of the wax.
0: As you get to the top of the stairs, the door is cracked just slightly, and it is easy to push open. Would you like to push it open and enter? Yes. Pushing the door open, you get that distinctive smell of candles burning. And that warm light that they produce once you push the door in fully the scene is not what you expected there are many candles encircling a black aura above it a large candle slowly drips down on him with each drip their aura becomes slightly whiter. and then you hear the sounds of agonizing pain. Ah! Then they become brighter. Another drip, and they become brighter. After a few moments of this, they are fully encompassed in wax. But then you start to see the wax slowly crack as they stand tall, and are they are a brilliant white light. Instead of being what the man was, which was just a cowering mass. They now stand tall, shield in one hand, weapon in the other. The symbol of Day shines overhead as if a beacon was lit. The room fades again, and you are back on the plane. That armored man, figure, takes step next to the other two. Weapon drawn, shield at the ready perception check 17 with the 17 you notice that almost all the stars have disappeared except for a small patch that creates a small standing circle next to the figures the large mountain is now standing even taller and you can definitely get that sense that it is some kind of great warrior weapon in hand and in front of him two red figures but the red is not a warm red it is that red of dried blood it makes you cringe because there's that scent of death and sickness behind it what do you want to do
1: well um I want to consider if there's any more that I can learn about the other, the other figures opposing these three.
0: Okay. What would you like to do?
1: Is there anything other than death and sickness that I can sense from them?
0: All right. Give me a perception check.
1: Hey, dreams suck. I got a 10.
0: One is shorter would be about the size of a short human. So standing in that like five foot range, the other one you would estimate stands in the taller side of a human, someone that is probably like 6'3", 6'5", somewhere in that angle. Both of them are carrying some form of weapon, but it is hard to see as in they're a dark color in front of a, a darker color.
1: You know, like dreams do. Yep. Definitely not a friendly stance, though.
0: No, it looks like these two parties are getting ready to fight each other.
1: And they smell like sickness and death, and they look like they're bloody. Yep. I don't like blood, so I'm going to draw my own weapon and stand with the three that I already know.
0: As you stand with the three, in front of you stands two figures. One wearing a cloak of light green, the other one wearing a cloak of dark green. Both of them seem to bow at the same time. Both of them reach their hand out to you at the same time, as if pleading for help.
1: I will reach back.
0: Which one? Right, the dark green or the light green? of them as you reach out to both of them they retract both of their hands and they slowly turn their back as you are jarred awake by air turbulence the book that was your god's book is sitting on your bed closed and it seems as if you had fallen asleep while writing Give me a perception check. 22. As you look down at your notebook, it seems as if you were writing the whole time, keeping a record of everything you said, did, and saw. But you do not remember writing any of this.
1: It's definitely my handwriting.
0: It is definitely your handwriting
1: cool i've just learned auto writing
0: (laughs) Kalila. as you fall asleep listening to the sounds of the hum of the engine of the murdoch you find yourself slowly drifting off to sleep as you fall asleep the world around you changes you hear the sounds of birds chirping the sounds of insects The sounds of nature. Maybe you hear a babbling brook off in the distance. In front of you, you do notice that this is one of those planes that goes on forever and the night sky is littered with stars in all directions. I would like you to give me a perception check.
1: Okay. 24.
0: With the 24, off in the distance, you see something glint. Something that looks like it may be made of metal or some type of highly polished stone.
2: All right. Well, you said she's kind of waking up here, correct? Right. Well, first things first, she's probably going to look around, and you said it kind of seems reminiscent, like, not quite like she's been here before, but she's been in this endless plane of a field and stars, right? This kind of looks familiar. Yes. She's just going to take that momentary like look around 360 degrees. Because the last time she was here, she was booped by her goddess. So she's already looking around to see if she sees any person. Since the last time she was here she was kind of looking for, she, she met her goddess, so she, she's kind of expecting to see somebody.
0: Okay. Perception.
2: There's a nat 20.
0: With that nat 20, you look around and you start to study the stars a little bit. You do notice that off in the horizon line, the stars seem to be covered up by a thick darkness but it's off in the great horizon. As your eyes move down from the great horizon, you start to look closer at that glinting object, and you start to realize it's a altar sitting out in the middle of nowhere.
2: Okay. She's definitely going to stare at that weird darkness for a little while, and then clearly not seeing anybody else here head towards the altar.
0: As you get closer to the altar, you get a good look at it. It's not an altar per se, but more of a pedestal of highly polished white alabaster stone. As you look on it, you notice that there is a simple vase made of pure white marble. And then laying on their side, just in front of the vase, are two roses one of stark black and one of brilliant white
2: okay that's really peculiar she's not gonna touch anything and just stare at it for a bit just taking in all the details to try and figure out is there words on this is there's runes on this or is this just perfectly pristine and smooth you know, looking for yeah clues, things to to gather instead of just all right two roses in a vase.
0: Okay, give me a perception.
2: Twenty-seven.
0: You begin to look around, kind of almost like crawling around it, looking at it, looking at it from all the different angles. You look at the vase, pick up the vase, it's a vase. You pick up the flowers, and they feel like they're alive. And you set them down. Just
2: gonna sniff them. Most, most importantly, she will sniff them.
0: They smell like fresh roses, as if they weren't even cut out of the ground. It smells as if they are fresh and giving off all of their sweet, sweet smells.
2: I know that this is a weird one, but technically different roses have different smells. Do they smell different from one another?
0: They smell exactly the same.
2: Well, that's different.
0: In fact, as you study them, you notice that they are exactly the same. The spiral of the rose petals to the thorns. They are perfectly identical.
2: And then there's a black one and a white one. Is the stem colored, or are they like all black and all white?
0: So the black one has a slightly dark green stem, and the white one has like more of that like fresh grass, that light green hue to them.
2: Okay, so they kind of have an appropriately colored stem. Right. Okay.
0: Can I get one more perception check?
2: Dirty 20.
0: Studying them a bit longer, you do notice that the black rose is slightly thinner and just minusculely longer.
2: Okay, but otherwise, they are identical. Yep. Well, I'm not gonna lie, Kalilah is naturally drawn to the black rose because she's a black cat, you know, and it's the whole, well, this one matches me. Mm -hmm. but she's kind of also curious to the white one because she knows that there's, like, the black rose for, like, the bone god, but these roses don't look like the bone god roses, right? Because the one is solid black, so the black and black match, but the other one has, like, white thorns or something with it.
0: It's, like, either white or red thorns. I forget exactly which. I think they were white thorns.
2: I I think they were white thorns, too, and they haven't come across anything with a white rose, so she's actually going to stop and think if she you, knowledge check for like lore, or culture, religion, even if there's something that represents is represented with a white rose.
0: All right. You're going to need to roll for that.
2: Yeah. I was just letting you know that's that's what I'm rolling for. Mhm. Well, that was a nat 20. I was about to ask like a problem of I need to go look up at my score, but that was a nat 20.
0: Okay, so you know that there's that n- traditional thing of the white rose means purity. Um, it represents, like, innocence, young love, loyalty, all that, like, paladin-y, paladin-y, like... All
2: the good, holy things that go with it. It, it is, is well known for good, white, holy, pretty, sanctifying, cleansing things. Correct, Mundo. Okay, so no one directly has a white rose symbol. There's not a, this goddess is represented by white roses.
0: Not that you ever, you know, because you're not actually technically formally trained in any type of religion.
2: So it's not at least blaringly common knowledge. Correct. Okay. Well, Kalila's gonna stand there and stare at him for a little bit and then look at the whole altar and go, well, it's all white. It's all pure white. She's inclined to put the black rose in the vase, but context clues kinda point that the white one should go, so she I'm not gonna lie, she's a little torn. Does she have anything on her to like flip a coin on, or does she have to make a choice?
0: He has to make the choice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you can't even flip a blade of grass, can you? Nope. After deliberating, Kalila's just going to quickly pick up the black and put it in the vase.
0: The black rose?
2: and then step back, yep, the black rose, and then step back and wait for something to happen.
0: As you put the black rose in the vase, the white rose slowly just fades away.
2: She's gonna stare at that peculiarly, like, wait, what?
0: Then you feel a hand on your shoulder.
2: Very quick spin around, more out of surprise, And not for an attack or anything, just just quick spin.
0: Standing before you is Desna. She has a simple smile and she offers you her hand to walk with her.
2: She will wide-eyed like a small little children staring at the stars for the first time take her goddess's hand again.
0: As Desna walks with you across the field, she smiles. You've done well for yourself, Kalila. You've followed all the trails that I've set before you. You have solved many, many mysteries. And it seems you are on the wi- the right path. You've made very interesting friends as well.
2: I do like my friends.
0: A paladin who stands for the absolutes of truth. And a strange gnome that is very fond of his strange technology.
2: His boomsticks are entertaining.
0: You know, I have friends as well. Friends that prefer the darkness. Friends that know more than they show.
2: Her ears are going to definitely twitch listening.
0: As she talks, she stops, and there's a small picnic laid out. She offers you a place to sit as she slowly sits down.
2: She will happily. Who says no to a picnic with a goddess? She's,
0: she's sitting down.
2: Like, seriously, who. Nah, I, I just ate. I'm good. No, totally sitting down.
0: As Desna slowly sits down, she looks at you and smiles. And. You know, a lot of people fear the darkness, fear of the monsters and the nightmares. But even in the pantheon the dark gods have their place you can't have light without the dark it would be like having a sunrise without a sunset
2: Kaila will nod she goes as all things it has some giant circle whether we can fully see the circle is the question but It would make sense. I would hope that gods and goddesses have friends. Thinking about what she said of she has friends in a pantheon.
0: And I know as you being a black cat, people fear you sometimes because your color, your darkness.
2: Just because I'm black doesn't mean I'm bad. Exactly. She holds up her hands like because she was almost going to start saying that herself.
0: She smiles and she goes, And sometimes those who follow the darkness aren't all bad. They just do what they feel is necessary to survive.
2: So you're saying there's a gray ground.
0: There's always a gray ground. Miss Grayflower.
2: (laughs) Smirk. Trying not to laugh at that because point.
0: Desna slowly pulls out a few things, just basic like, you know, a sandwich some fruit and then you notice that she lays out three plates. One for you one for her and one on the other side between the two of you and slowly begins serving the food. Esna looks at you and gives you a smile and I do trust that you will understand when the time comes you'll know what to do
2: She's definitely perplexed at this puzzle and is instantly thinking back, okay, well, wait, there's one in the center and there's one for you and one for me. And there was two roses and one vase. Or are you meaning, like, wait, that ambiguously vague.
0: He smiles and slowly stands and leans in and whispers, just don't forget what we spoke about. All of a sudden, there's a... Turbulent sound as the Murdoch hits a small air pocket and gets a little air turbulence. Jarring you awake, you look around.
2: She will probably suddenly more wake up with a no, I have questions. (laughs) And then try and go back to sleep. Immediately.
0: No matter how hard you try, the dream is over.
2: She is going to grumble. Go down to the bar and get some tea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then you go and get your tea in the middle of the night.
2: They, they have bots or whatever. Servant dudes. are. They are there to get her tea in the middle of the night. If they are, that's what, this is a luxury whatever, is it not?
0: Yep. They are there and they are active. There are even some gambling going on.
2: She doesn't care about the gambling. She's just grumbling and wants her tea. <laughs>
0: Well, then the scene slowly fades as Kalila, disgruntled, sips away at her tea at the bar. The old storyteller slowly pulls a blanket up over us, covering us from the cold as he stokes the flames, leaving the book open and continues to produce the strange cloud. He smiles and sits down. Well, me friend. As you rest, remember, there are more tales to be told and more dreams to be had. But this dream, me friends, this dream is not quite over. Rest well. Let your mind wander. And may the dice gods bless your Every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email What the Dice Pod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure. Please share us with your friends and rate and review us.